Hello and welcome to another episode of the Lancet Global Health Podcast. My name is Nikolai Humphreys. Today the topic is breastfeeding and intelligence. I am joined on the line via Skype by Dr. Bernardo Lessa Horta to discuss a prospective birth cohort study from Brazil. Bernardo, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Could you briefly introduce yourself and explain what role you had in the study? Okay, yes. Hi, my name is Bernardo Orca. I am an associate professor in the University of Pelotas, and I am one of the coordinators of the 982 birth cohort in Pelotas. Okay? Thanks. And for my first question, I'd like you to give us some background as to what exactly is already known about the long term effects of breastfeeding and why this study was needed. Okay. Uh, there are some evidence on the long-term effect concerning of breastfeeding and intelligence or, or performance in intelligence tests, okay? But most of, the, of this evidence comes from high-income countries where breastfeeding is positively associated with socioeconomic status. So there is always a question whether this effect that has been observed in other studies is a consequence of breastfeeding by itself or a residual confounding by socioeconomic status because the, the kids who are breastfed are, are welfare and the socioeconomic status is positively associated with uh, schooling or school achievement or school performance and performance in intelligence tests. Okay? Furthermore, other point is most of these studies uh, reported uh, again of about three to four points in, a, in, in intelligence tests. A difference between three and four points uh, when you compare breastfed and non-breastfed subjects, okay? And a point, another point would be, okay, what is the, the long-term consequence of this small gain in IQ, okay? In, in our study, we have been following the subjects who were born in Pelotas in 1982, uh, we, have, we have been following them to all this, and we did a visit when they were 30 years old. And we assessed not only uh, IQ, but also uh, educational attainment and in, in income in adulthood. Okay? Then you could have, let's say, a more final consequence of breastfeeding. Okay? You have a, a harder outcome, let's say, income. Could you tell us a little bit about the birth cohort and what made it such a good population to study? Yeah, well, the Pelotas is, is a, it's a medium city, okay, in southern Brazil, where people uh, don't move a lot, a lot. Then we are able to keep a good follow-up rate of the population. Uh, at 30 years old, we were able to follow about 68% of the subjects. That is a quite good uh, follow-up rate, okay? Furthermore, by, doing a, by using a birth cohort study, we have information on breastfeeding and also on confounder factors that were collected close to the moment that the things happened. Then we have less recall bias, less recall error, okay? And also you are able to get a more close information on the real duration of breastfeeding. We're not on, we, we uh, because if you collect, let's say, if I take subjects who are today 30 years old, we could, I could only ask them, okay, you were or not breastfed? 
because he is not going to recall or give a precise information. No, I was breastfed for three, six, or eight months, okay? By using this, the, the birth cohort study, we have this advantage because our cohort, the subjects were followed, were identified at birth and were examined at birth. The mothers were interviewed and we have several visits during childhood. Then the information on breastfeeding duration was collected closely to the moment uh, where weaning happened. Then we have a quite precise information on, uh, on duration of breastfeeding. Thank you. That does sound like a uh, very good group to examine. So what did you find and what could be the possible mechanisms? We observed that breastfeeding was positively associated with uh, performance in intelligence tests at 30 years old, uh, as well as with uh, education, uh, school achievement, and higher monthly incomes. Okay? And those subjects who were breastfed for 12 months or more had higher IQ, a difference of 3.7 points, uh, more years of education, and higher monthly income, of uh, a difference of about $100 per month, okay? Then did those who were breastfed for less than one month. This group breastfed less than one month include those subjects who were never breastfed. That is a very small group because here in in our cohort, in our population, uh, never breastfeeding is quite unusual, okay? And in our mediation analysis, our results indicated that IQ was responsible for uh, about 72% of the effect of breastfeeding on income. Uh, so uh, most of the effect of breastfeeding on income passed through IQ. So the, it's suggesting that the effect of, of breastfeeding on IQ, the positive effect, leads to a higher income. This is our main finding at this moment. Uh, and the explanation, what's the possible biological mechanism? The possible biological mechanism for this uh, effect is that breastfeeding is, breast milk, sorry, breast milk is rich in long polyunsaturated fat acids. And these polyunsaturated fat acids are essential for, are important for brain growth, brain development. Uh, fascinating results. Uh, I have one more question which I want to ask you, and yeah. that is, what sort of implications do you believe these findings will have for public health? Well, the finding is it supports the promotion of breastfeeding, okay? It's, it's another evidence showing that uh, besides the short-term benefits of breastfeeding, that because breastfeeding has clear short-term benefits in terms of improving survival, child survival, it also has long-term consequences in terms of uh, human capital. Okay. Thank you. Dr. Bernardo Lessa, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me at the uh, Lancet Global Health. Thank you, Nikolai.